Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into the badass in business you were born to be. And I have a delightful badass for you today. Barbara Ives, I am so happy to have you with me today. Dana, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be on this show. My pleasure. I would love for you to give the audience a little bit of a snippet of who are you? Who the heck am I anyway? So uh, I call myself an online business mentor, online business and marketing mentor, and a freedom navigator. And I really, my joy is helping change makers, specifically people who really want to cause change in others, uh, give them the skills, the tools, and the mindset set to grow their, to transform the world really one tribe at a time. So I love it. I love it. And it's so needed like that, the whole perspective of looking at not only what you need to do, but also how do you get your head in the game? Cause it's, you going. know, it's so much is it's so funny when I started this, like I'm a strategy geek. Okay. I, I could <laughs> just strategy for lunch every day. I just love it. And so I just went about trying to figure out, well, how do you do this internet marketing thing? And I got the strategy, you know, I started implementing and, and I'm not a spring chicken. Okay. And this is not my first go around. So I can't, I've had two successful businesses before and I thought, well, I just need to figure out this coaching thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's so funny. So then I started getting my first clients and I started teaching them the strategy and, and I'm like, they, they wouldn't do it. And it's like, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> I don't get it. And so, so I'm like a major how person though, right? When something doesn't work, I've got to dig in. And, and what I, what I discovered was it's really like, it's, it's literally 90% mindset and 10% strategy, but they're both equally important. Yes. Right. Don't you agree? I, yeah. You, you, like you've nailed it there with that one that, it's, it is. It's like if you can get yourself to do what it is that you're supposed to do, that is the majority of the battle. And then it's just, you know, doing the do, right? It's doing the do. And, and the thing is, so, so in terms of the strategy, what I've discovered is, you know, there's so much information out there, right? And so mm-hmm. the biggest problem I see for coaches and, you know, authors, change makers is they're, they're just following these strategies that aren't appropriate for their, mm-hmm. the right, their stage in their business, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's why I say they're equally important. The strategy is equally important as the mindset. But so, for, you know, so you got to get the strategy that's right for the stage you're at in your business and build, it's like climbing a mountain. You've got to start you got to build a, a strong foundation. And so what I love to do is I put people into the strategy that's right for them at their stage in the business. And <laughs> you're going to love this. It's almost like I'm pushing them off a cliff because I already know what's going to happen. Like I'm putting them into this strategy and then like, then their stuff is going to come up and it's their stuff is different for everybody. Right. But it's just like you push them off the cliff and then you kind of get underneath them and you hold your arms out and catch them gently. It's like, what's going to come up for this one? Ah, okay. That's where your stuff is. That's what's holding you back. Cause I truly believe that you know, people that are entrepreneurs, we, we, we have to become the person that can have what it is that we want. Oh, 
Yes, exactly. We become it first. Yes. Then, you know, then we're able to put in place not only the action plan, but we also, you know, if we look at that whole energy component, we draw in to us that piece, but we need to get there first. Exactly. And so if you want to know where you are in that plan or, or in that you becoming that person, just look at your bank account. <laughs> it's, it's just feedback is all it is. Let's take the emotion out of it. It's just feedback, right? And then get what you need to, to get the support you need to become that person. Follow the strategy. You got to do the things, right? But become yeah. the person while you're doing them. And like magic, the heavens open up and the money pours in. Haven't you found that to be the case? Uh, every time. It's like, you know, when, when things start to slow down, then it's a matter of like, okay, circle back. What's going on? What do I need to change? Where do I need to up level? Maybe I need to push myself a little bit more. Have I gotten too comfortable? Because there's those flat lines, right? Where you, you stretch up and you get up to that next goal and you're like, oh, that's good. I'm just going to like recline on my lazy boy for a little bit. And, uh, and then things start tapering back off. You're like, oh, damn, I have to keep the gas down. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. And there's like, there's like, there's not so many different legs, but there are different legs in every business, right? Like, you know, I say, you know, here's the thing. My two statements that I describe this is first of all, business is a skill. Mm. So I firmly believe that it's just like learning any other skill, like playing guitar or learning how to mm-hmm. swim or whatever. There's skills, there's fundamentals, there's things you progress, you know, you layer. So there's different arms of your business and you got to kind of keep an eye on all of them. And at the same time, business is personal development. Oh, huge. Oh and yeah. So <laughs> I, I learned early on in my first business, actually, I, I remember just one day going, wow, I, I just noticed that like my business only grows as I do or as I can envision it, you know? <laughs> it's it's just, it was like such a revelation. Yeah, I, for me, this it, I've had very similar experience. So, being in business and the different things that I've done has been probably the single biggest piece that has pushed me on the personal development. A, I've had to, you know, in when you're having to face um, dealing with employees and the challenges that come up with that, and oh my God, the first time you have to fire somebody, ah right there's things that come up every single time so you constantly have to like stretch and grow and a hundred percent i firmly believe that business is the single greatest personal development vehicle that there is mm-hmm. and the only the only thing that's even close to it is relationship relationship <laughs> is another great personal <laughs> development vehicle and here's the thing dana Business is just relationships on steroids. So that's <laughs> we have multiple relationships. Yes. And not, not the least of which is the relationship with yourself. Yes, very <laughs> definitely. And, and even for people who don't have, you know, so-called employees, you still have interactions with, you know, colleagues, you have interactions when you go to networking events and all of these are relationships that you're navigating and clients or prospects, uh-huh. all the above, right? And yeah. to make it in this world, in the online world, probably one of the biggest pieces is collaborations, right? Like this, mm-hmm. you know, working with parts. So it's relationships everywhere. People, 
who think that they can just like create an online course and become a millionaire by, you know, never having to talk to anybody. <laughs> like, let me know how that works out. <laughs> yeah. Or the ones that like, I'm going to create an online course, make a million dollars. And I have a list of 200 people. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Never have to talk to anybody. Not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> magically happen. I'll put it out into the ethers and it'll go viral. I know. And here's the thing, Dana, I'm not putting anybody down because I was there too. I, yeah. when I started this business, I was like, I'm going to figure this internet marketing thing mm -hmm. out and I'm just going to create a course and like make a million dollars and be done with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Twice I have tried the whole membership model and it's like, oh, I'm going to do this. And then I just, we'll put a couple hundred people in there and then that'll be great. That'll be this much money. And oh, it'd be so great. And then, you know, I end up with like 30 people in it. It's like, well, that's just not worth it. Is it's it? It's a tough model. But here's the thing. I mean, you know, so money is really just a measure of value, right? And so what, what, and, and really if you're an entrepreneur, you're a creator. Yes. In fact, you are probably like, you know, you're up there with artists and musicians. They're, they're creating artwork. You're creating a business, right? You're taking an idea out of the ether, right? Like when I had my toy company, that was my first business. I would had an idea for a giraffe puzzle, for example. And, and I had created a plan to create it. And the next thing I know, boom, I birthed this giraffe puzzle and it's out there in the world. Well, if you're a coach, it's the same thing, but you're birthing transformation. But, um, you know, to, to do that, uh, now I totally lost my train of thought, whatever. <laughs> there was a point in there somewhere. But... <laughs> but it, was that, it was that creation piece that no matter what business you're in, you are creating. Yes. Thank you. So you're creating value. So in the transformation business, you're creating value for other people. Yes. If you want to cause transformation, it's not about you anymore. It's about the other people. Mm -hmm. So if you think that you can cause transformation in other people without talking to anybody, <laughs> you're in la la land, right? Because <laughs> you need that feedback. You need yeah to know what they want so that you can create the value back so that you can mirror back the value for them. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. I just, I, I love this. Like, it's like, you know, when you talk to somebody who's like kind of been a little further along in the path, there's a difference in how you can communicate with people because you can, you can both look back and laugh at I the rookie mistakes that you went through where you're like, oh. And the things you thought would be true. That's why, and that's why we could see it like in other people that are like, you know, at the beginning, right? You know, yeah. So it's like, oh, I remember when I thought that too. And oh, yeah, yeah, no, I had to get over that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, okay, here, let me let me save you from this mistake because that's just not going to turn out well. No, it's no. It's not going to work out for you. <laughs> It's true. It's true. Yeah. So I would love if you're willing to share the story of, you know, what you went through personally, because like, this is such an incredible journey that you went through where you ended up in the hospital and like, wow. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. So 
like I said, this isn't my first go around uh, in business. And this business that I'm doing now, the coaching business I mentioned, and, you know, I have a huge vision for this. Like, I really want to create the school for coaches who really want to make a difference, for change makers, right? To Mm -hmm. take them from soup to nuts all the way through the journey. You know, I don't see too many people they see most entrepreneurs or coaches just doing little pieces of that journey. I want to be the school. I want to really help nurture people that way. But this would not have been possible at all if I hadn't gone through what I call a supernova moment. So a supernova moment to me, um, and we all have them, multiple, many, many, many of them in our lives. And a supernova moment is a moment where typically you've been wronged by either a person or just circumstances. And that each one of those moments, so it's one of those moments where you're ticked off and you're grumbling, you're resentful, you're pissed off, you're whatever. But I see each one of those moments as an opportunity for you to stay at the effect of the world or the universe or people or to move into a causal relationship. And that's when you become truly a creator. That's when you really understand your power to create. And those are the moments that it's like the universe are giving you those moments to say, is it going to be now, honey? You're going to turn into a creator now? You're going to realize your power now? Or are you going to stay at the effect? So my moment came, it was actually a two-part moment. And the first part was when uh, I collapsed, really. I got, I had a cold and it turned into, uh, like, just got worse and worse and worse. And I was starting to slip into a coma. Wow. And uh, my, my husband was, to, to, to just show how bad our relationship had gotten at that point, uh, I was, I was literally dying at night and my, I was, I had the death rattle breath, you know, uh, where very loud breathing as I was slipping into the coma and he was so annoyed with me, you know, he was like huffing and puffing and like, ah, you're, I can't sleep with all this noise and blah, blah, blah. But wow. even, so he went to work. Yeah. He went to work. That just shows how bad our relationship yeah. had gotten. And uh, the next morning he got up and huffed off to work. He has a, he's an entrepreneur too. He has an auto repair shop. And uh, he finally, I think about mid morning started getting a little worried about me and he tried calling me and the cell phone was on the bed. I couldn't even reach it. I mean, I, I, I could hear it ringing and uh, I was literally dying. I wasn't aware that I was, I wasn't, there was no conscious thought Oh, I'm dying, but I was just like, peaceful just leave me alone let me do let me just lay here i'm so tired anyway he took me to the hospital he came back when i didn't answer the phone and took me to the hospital and it turned out that my adrenal glands had failed so completely failed and my blood pressure was 60 over 30 and indeed i was wow. dying so they pumped me up with steroids and a couple of weeks in intensive care and finally you know tons of tests to figure out what was going on And it turned out that I, a middle-aged married woman, was dying of the end stages of AIDS. Wow, that's a shocking piece of news to get. It yeah, it it took everybody by surprise, right? I mean, we'd been married for eighteen years at that point, and I 
I married my husband because I felt like he would never leave me. <laughs> he would never abandon me. That was my abandonment issues and he would never cheat on me. Mm. Um, I know I had been faithful, so uh, it was kind of a shock. But anyway, um, there was a long recovery, about six months to get my energy back. And after that, I went to work in my husband's shop. I mentioned he has an auto repair shop. Well, at the, I, I fondly refer to it as his auto repair nonprofit because after <laughs> six months uh, or rather six years of that business and it had never made a dime. So when I, I had sold my business, which kind of predicated all this, all this stress, right? That my yeah. business was our sole source of income. So I went to work with, uh, with him to turn it around, which I was able to do in nine months. So we, find, we had a paycheck again, but that brought us right to the brink of divorce. Uh, it was just horrendous. You know, I, one of the words he used was emasculated. I mean, you could, you oh. could probably imagine. Yeah. So that brought about the, uh, the second supernova moment which we now call Truth Day. Mm. And that was a day when we were literally like lawyering up and ready to get divorced. And my husband admitted to me or, or confessed to me, I should say, that the reason I had almost died of AIDS is that he had spent our entire marriage getting his needs met at a male bathhouse. Wow. That's... Ugh big. Yeah, that was, I, I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't even know what to do. I was, yeah. I felt like I was, you know, on, you know, you see those shows with people in the satellite or whatever, the space station, and you see the astronaut, like, you know, somebody cuts the cord and they're reeling off into space. I felt like that astronaut. Just I would like, imagine. Yeah, just like just in like, space going, whoa. What do you want me to do with that? What do I do whoa. with this? Well, I mean, there. oh my God, it was so, so much. Yeah. And, uh, but that, like I said, I do credit that. There was so many lessons in that. So before I start talking about some of the lessons, um, I just want to let people know that A, my husband's not gay because that's the number one question people ask. And B, we are happily, happily married now, going on 25 years. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it's hard to sum up such a huge story in a a short period of time, but I, I wanted people to have an idea of like the depth of where you have looked at, you know, the face of everything, the face of death, the face of, you know, huge loss with your, your marriage. And yet you dug in to do the work, to turn it around. And then now you've been taking those lessons and you're, tran- you're channeling that into your business. I believe so. You know, when, it, like I said, it, I wouldn't be able to have this business if it wasn't for that, that whole experience transformed me. It was one of those supernova moments where, you know, Dana, I could have gotten, I would have gotten so much support to stay in the effect or victim mode. Mm -hmm. I had people coming out of the woodwork. Oh my God, what a jerk. How could he have done that to you? Right? Yep. And in fact, it was one of those moments that where I had the epiphany and I feel like that was like a transformational moment for me. And it was our sister-in-law actually uh, 
called me up and she was so livid. Oh, I, I have to preface this by telling that my husband, not only did he tell me, but he told his mother, he told all his siblings, and he even told his employees. Wow. So that's a man who totally took ownership, right? Wow. Yeah. He just owned it. Kudos. He, right? And, and mm. it was that ownership and the courage that he displayed that really set the stage for me to take ownership of my stuff as well. I remember at one point I said to him, I don't in any way, shape or form take responsibility for your actions, for what you did, but I do take responsibility for my part in the dysfunction of our relationship. Mm. And so it was an exploration of what that was and how did we get to this point but the other really significant moment when my sister-in-law was just ranting and, you know, venting her anger towards him with me is when I had a real epiphany because, you know, Dana, I have a big vision for my life. I always have, right? Yeah. And I realized when I was just hearing her, her anger that for me to get back on the path to fulfilling my vision, I had to forgive him. Mm. That if I didn't forgive him, I would, I would not be able to get to that vision. I would just no end way. up this bitter old cat woman. Absolutely. So it was so interesting right then. I mean, I thank her to this day for, for being the catalyst for that epiphany because I realized, wow, forgiving him has nothing to do with him. <laughs> and I also realized that it has nothing to do with my decision to stay in the relationship. So, because that was what I was really struggling with is what, how do I, do I stay? Do I go? What, what does yeah. it mean either way? Right. Is like I said, spinning off in space. Yeah. So I remember I called him up right after that and I said, look, I just realized that what that my decision of whether or not to stay in the relationship has absolutely nothing to do with what you've done. It has a hundred percent to do with who you are now and how you treat me. And that's it. Wow. Okay. Kudos because a, you put yourself in the present day, you weren't living in the past and you're willing to say, okay, that is something that was, we can get over it. We can go past. And I'm going to see you for who you are today. Exactly. So beautiful, so powerful. And the and the the thing the really significant thing to me was that the forgiveness was for me. Yes. And so it was really interesting Dana because so after I was uh uh got after I got out of the hospital um it took me about 6 months to heal my body. Right. Yeah. And I, I had like, oh, it was, I couldn't, I didn't even have enough energy to make toast or whatever, but it took me about six months and I gave myself that sick, that time. I didn't know how long it was going to be, but I said, I, I just have to give myself, my body needs this. And I looked at forgiveness and, and this, when I, when after truth day, I felt like literally like somebody had just shot a cannonball through my heart. I was just completely torn apart. And I realized that this was a, a, an emotional wound that I had to heal. So I wasn't looking for anybody to heal me physically. 
right? I wasn't saying you need to heal me or this, yours, right. your, you, and it was the same thing with the emotional piece. So I said, the forgiveness is my thing. It's got nothing to do with him, um, you know, except I might ask him questions to get clarity or things like that. But it was totally my journey, just like the physical healing was. And interestingly enough, it took almost exactly the same amount of time. <laughs> That's so cool. Isn't that yeah. funny? But there's, there's so much power in that when we, when we start to look at, you know, what do I have? What are my resources and, and focus inward as opposed to, I need your tools. I need your medicine. I need something outside of me to change, but to pull it around. It's like, we're powerful, potent beings in these amazing bodies and if we start to recognize that, then we can do incredible things. So just Absolutely. before we, you know, wrap up, we do want to spin it around to like make that bridge of like, okay, so so you've been through this incredible, incredible journey. Now, how does that translate to your business? Oh wow, that's a great question. It translates in so many different ways. You know, as I said, you know, in business, so entrepreneurs, emerging entrepreneurs, there's so much that we just, as we started the conversation, they need to become the person that can have what it is that big, big, big piece of that is owning your power, as you just said. You know, I think of all of us as like where, you know, like the, remember I Dream of Jeannie? I don't know if you're old enough. But, <laughs> I love you know, that show. <laughs> we're all, me too, me too. But we're all like Barbara Eden. We're all these dream, Jeannie in a bottle, except that we don't realize we have the power to grant ourselves whatever wish we have. So we're giving out our power away mm. to everybody and everything yes. instead of channeling it to get what we want, which is that is what is available for us. So a big piece of that is this ownership piece, what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. So it permeates everything. So in helping an, a change maker, a coach, an entrepreneur become the person that can have what it is they want, one of the biggest pieces of that is ownership. Yeah. And it will show up, as I said, you know, I put people into strategies and wait to see what comes up. And ownership is always a big piece of it. Owning your power, not stopping up the power leaks, right? Mm -hmm. So forgiveness or I should say resentment, anger, bitterness, that's a oh, power leak. Absolutely. A power leak. So helping and, and, uh, in this entrepreneurial journey, it's ripe for potential to like leak your power. So again, right put people into the strategy, see where they're leaking or where it's coming mm -hmm. up and then helping them stop it. So they have all that power to create what it is that they want. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, you know, I, I'm torn because I'm like, oh, we didn't really get to a lot of the online strategy stuff. We didn't really get to talk to that. But, but I think it was so important for you to share that story because you know, we all have variations of, you know, things that we've been through, traumas, micro traumas, or, you know, supernova moments. And it doesn't matter about the intensity. It doesn't matter if, you know, like, what's the scale of it? Like, oh my God, well, Barbara had it way worse than me. I have nothing to complain about. Or, you know, I had it way worse than Barbara. You know, it's not about the intensity. I think what, what I'm really getting here from my conversation with you is I love the fact that you have used that to propel yourself forward instead of staying stuck. Thank you. And thank you so much for, for bringing up that it, it, you're absolutely right. The, the intensity of the story, mm 
it doesn't matter, right? You know, at all. It could be the something that's somebody looking in at you said, you're bitter about that. What that it doesn't matter, right? What other people think, because it's you and how you are relating or how you how this is affecting you. So mm-hmm. thank you for bringing that up. Uh, so as we as we wrap up, unfortunately, um, what what kinds of things would you like the listeners to be left with? Maybe maybe give them some nuggets around building their online strategy. Okay, you know, segue, total segue, right? I'm like, we gotta have some juicy nuggets in here, right? <laughs> I'll give you. Okay, great. So I talk about stages. So first of all. That one nugget I want to leave from this story is look back in your past and look back at what super moments you've had and see if they're still carrying some resentments, if there's still somebody you need to forgive, is there still somebody that you are giving your power to? And maybe take another look at that situation. So that's sort of the, the underlying the groundwork. And then in terms of stages of business, uh, we were, before we actually started recording, we were talking about um, people who, uh, you know, a lot of people, myself included, we get it. Oh, we were recording, talking about uh, getting into, you know, the online market, thinking, oh, I'm just going to create this online course. And I'm not going to talk to anybody. Gonna it's going to be epic. I'll, I'll be making money while I'm sleeping. Well, one of my one of my favorite mentors has a saying, she says, you, before you can make money in your sleep, you've got to learn how to make it in, in your while you're awake. Yes. So I would say for anybody just wanting to, wanting to start out, you know, just getting started, even if you don't identify as a coach, the best place to start is by getting a client one-on-one, getting somebody to pay you money to trans- to take them from point A to point B. Because in that, you will discover uh, what they want and speaking to other people, you will you will be able to see what they want. So you'll know how to position your offer, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And you'll also learn how to deliver the results they're looking for. So that I would say, you know, so before you go off and like work on, you know, the webinars and membership sites and creating online courses and all this stuff, just start with one client and take them from point A to point B and then another and then another. And then when you run out of people to talk to, the next thing you really want to work on is building a list. So that's creating a a gathering, an audience of people who are interested in what you want. But that clarity that we need to get started only will come from action. And the action it will come from is you getting out there and talking to people. (laughs) As scary as that is. (laughs) And it'll make you grow. (laughs) It will help you grow. (laughs) And unlike your grandparents may have said, it will not put hair on your chest. So, okay. I don't have any yet, I don't think. I know. I haven't seen any, thankfully. (laughs) So no, at least to this point, we can can verify that it won't. (laughs) Awesome. And so you've given um, a wonderful free gift, and we're going to have that on the show notes. And where is the best place for people to reach you? 
Well, um, you can get the free gift and that will put you in my community. And uh, if you want to go and find out more about me, I'm actually in the process of a rebranding. So the website that I have now, so you will be able to find me at successsupernova.com, but not now, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> so now you can find me from my podcast, which is the businessfreedomshow.com. Very and, cool. And uh, you can see some interviews I've done with other amazing change makers like you, Dana, Yay. on that podcast. Awesome. And then of course your your free gift is the 10 steps to turn your worst moments into a supernova breakthrough and the complimentary gratitude journal, which is so powerful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Barbara, for coming on and sharing your story and your wisdom and your gifts. And it has been a delight. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Dana. This has been so much fun. Thanks for tuning in to the Inner Dominatrix podcast, the show that gets you stepping into being the badass in business you were born to be. All right. If you have not downloaded the app, make sure that you get over to Apple or the Google Play Store and download the free app. Have a search for Dana Ferrant Inner Power and you will have immediate access to way more tips and tools, all the things that you need stepping into your power and really exponentially growing your business.